Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 41 of Bit by Bit, The Breakdown. Today's episode, we are covering what is Taco Bell up to, PUBG's lowered numbers, the Falcon Heavy SpaceX project, the Super Bowl, and all the movies that were announced with it. Joining us are our content manager, Zane Barkoviak, our machinima team lead, Cody Peckham, and as always, your hosts, Blake and Brian. So with that being said, let's jump into it. Many mistakes were had. Yeah. I actually sent Zane the uh, Mexican the, pizza. I tried the Mexican pizza oh, and it was it was so bad. I got looking. sick. It was disgusting. It looked like many, uh, in the box. It was how many oh, hours great. did it take for it to resurface? Uh, oh, man, it 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 was gone by eight hours, but it took about <laughs> two to fight back. <laughs> wow, it was bad. Zane, tell me about what's happening at Taco Bell right now. Well, currently, they released the Nacho Fries box, which I think has been out for the last eh, two or three weeks or so, which they're basically French fries, but with a Mexican seasoning on them. Yep. Now, in how I have tasted it and what my mouth has told me is that it's more like the curly fry seasoning from Arby's, but with more sugar added in. Yep. Yeah. So it's a a little sweeter. And it's not the same texture. It's only the flavor. They're just standard French fries with that flavoring. But mm-hmm. the nacho cheese is a very nice addition because nowhere else allows you or it gives you the option, really, to dip your fries. In They've nacho cornered cheese. the market. Mm-hmm. Nacho mm-hmm. cheese dipping. Yes, they have. <laughs> and, and their commercials for all of the nacho fries, like their movie trailers. Like, I want them to make a movie now and because of so the I trailers. So I had these things. I had got them the other day. And uh, mm-hmm. I liked them. But all of the seasoning was on one fry. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no. Oh, no. That one fry, excellent. Absolutely <laughs> fantastic, man. The rest excellent. of it, it was Perfect just fry. like... Dear Wendy's French fries, almost. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Wendy's fries are bad. It's like when Mc, it's like when McDonald's tried to do pizza, like way back. Well, in there's the only 90s. a couple of McDonald's's that even do pizza anymore. I think the ones like in Florida and stuff, right? Like the big McDonald's. Not yeah. technically French fries; they're nacho fries. But there's nothing nacho about them. Yeah. So it, you could consider them. It's the nacho cheese. Anything you dip in, they're <laughs> basically going and saying. Anything you dip in nacho cheese can be a nacho of some sort. What? Okay. This is okay. my nacho that, fist. That, that, that is my opinion. I do not represent Taco Bell in any way. Are you telling me I like, could dip anything in uh, nacho cheese and then it becomes a nacho? Is that what you're saying? Of a if I dip of my a newborn sort. child into a vat a nacho of nacho cheese. cheese, does it become nacho, nacho baby? baby? Yes, that would be nacho, nacho baby. baby. This is nacho baby. Well, then whose is it? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Have you tried the nachos Belgrande with fries in place of chips? Wouldn't it wouldn't it be the same thing as just nacho fries? Is that like one of their new options that incorporates the nacho fries? Like you can just order nacho fries. You sure can. You sure sure can. Yes, I have tried that. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) It's different. (laughs) 
It's like their equivalent of chili cheese fries, I feel like. I'd eat that. Yeah, 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 I could see that. But Mexican chili cheese fries. It was pretty decent. It was, yeah. You gotta have a good Taco Bell, though. <laughs> yeah, your Taco Bell is bad. <laughs> I got I got bad Taco Bells. There's one that's been on the verge of closing, and they keep fighting back. They're like the underdog. I just keep rooting for them. There's the same guy, the same middle-aged slash older Mexican mustached guy who's like the manager who's just tired of everyone's crap. <laughs> like, he's always there at the window. He's like, just just, just take the food. Take just the just food. go. Just get out of my life. <laughs> I've worked six shifts straight. I really need to go to bed yeah. now. <laughs> well, more. I have other Taco Bell news about Chipotle. Did you see that Chipotle yeah. is hiring Taco Bell's ex CEO, the one that no. rebranded them as like a lifestyle food brand? You know how they took like that hard turn a couple <laughs> oh, years oh, back at, around the time that like fourth meal yeah. started and stuff, and they were like really live moss. Yeah, like they rebranded real hard. Uh, he was yeah. responsible for that, so. Chipotle is bringing them in because they keep posting losses, just consistently losing money, and uh, they can't figure out why. <laughs> so, is it because they made queso and the nasty mm, queso? I wonder if it's all the salmonella. <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's the freaking chorizo. They got rid of chorizo, and then their stock started tanking. <sighs> that timeline is completely Fire wrong. But I'm blaming all of it on the lack of chorizo. <laughs> Bring it back, Chipotle. You failed me. Well, can we talk about one thing that Chipotle did do before Taco Bell, and that's the quesadilla burrito? Quesarito. Yeah, yeah, quesarito. yeah. Well, it, the quesarito. It's amazing. It was there. It was an. It was on their unofficial menu, and then Taco Bell's like, uh, "That's not copyrighted. <laughs> we'll take that." I mean, you can't blame them. It's absolutely brilliant. There's two things that I love put together oh, yeah. into a one. burrito and a quesadilla. <laughs> quesadilla. God, I love quesadillas. Oh, Me too. I, I just I'm <laughs> eating one right now. Are you really? I didn't. Right I didn't now. say that until now. I am seriously eating a quesadilla right now. <laughs> You guys, you guys, I didn't tell you about it ahead of time, but I have a mountain of quesadillas right here that I've been well, I ordered Taco King earlier. It's a small little podunk taco place. It's the farthest North Mexican restaurant in the United States. Nice. You know what else Taco Bell has done before Chipotle? They just started delivery on orders for larger than $20. What? what? Yeah. What? Yep. Yep. No. Mm, yes. Maybe it's just a regional thing. How's that Illinois <laughs> feeling for you, Zane? Man, I would be hammering oh, those taco party packs. Like, <laughs> oh, freaking what are they, party boxes? <laughs> They're ordering six taco 12 packs? Like 12 tacos to myself. <laughs> oh, yes. Just laying in a sea of wrappers in shame. Now, Blake. Yes. We noticed something today. We did. Cody noticed something today. Yep. There's been a Dead by Daylight update uh, based around the Lunar New Year. The Lunar New Year. It's like it came out of nowhere. It's got to be some, like, capitalism trick, you know, where it's like, oh, oh we yeah. have to have an excuse to have a sale all the time. So get a freaking hat and start writing ridiculous things on slips of paper and we'll pull it out of a hat. Oh, Lunar New Year. That's hey, whatever they're, whatever they're doing Perfect. it for. 
Freaking firecrackers and dragons. I'm all for it. Everywhere. <laughs> if those two things are involved, I'm yeah. what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing gaming deals on websites everywhere. Like, everything is like, oh, yeah, these 21 games are on sale. I'm like, never heard this much, like, online hype about the Lunar New Lunar Year. Lunar New Year. Like, Dead by Daylight has this whole event going on around it. Like... Yeah. A major patch came out, they added a bunch of stuff, changed a bunch of stuff. Which looks good. It does look good. Cody, tell us about the updates. There's a offering that you can play that allows you to start a special type of generator that has a bunch of fireworks rigged to it and lanterns, which, as you all know, it coordinates with the actual Chinese New Year, so it's festive. And the hooks as well are decorated the same manner. So if a killer hooks the survivor onto the said hook, the firecrackers explode and fireworks pop off. Like I said, fireworks and dragons. Who doesn't love it? Like, Yeah. And then you have the generators that do basically the same thing whenever the survivors start them. So there are special items that you can unlock as a survivor and you can unlock as a killer that in order for you to unlock you have to start a certain amount of generators or hook a certain amount of survivors to unlock the special item and it's only for a limited amount of time which is exactly 13 days so you have 13 days to start either 80 generators or hook i think don't quote me on this 40 survivors and it has That's to be a, a special generator or a special hook that you hook them on in order to unlock it. But I think that it's a clothing item for a survivor and a clothing item for the killer. I think it's a, yeah, yeah it's a, a special jacket, jacket is what it said. That's that sounds really in-depth. It, it takes <laughs> to yeah, be able to get a I mean, jacket. That, I mean, when you look at it, it's the same thing as it was back as soon as the game came out and was released after the beta. They did this thing where you have legacy skins, and now you can't get them, and everybody's always talking about how awesome they are and how they want them, and the developers for the game haven't really released any new content like that since then, and it's been a couple years, and everybody's just super antsy for it. So the developers kind of threw the players a bone on this one. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much that stuff sells for on the Steam Marketplace. So the thing is you can't sell legacy skins on the Steam Marketplace, and you can't sell the skins for the game on the Steam Market. Otherwise, I think that you know it would be going for quite a bit of money because oh, yeah. a lot of people are very obsessed with them. Absolutely. Dang. But that's not all that's happening in gaming, you guys. Uh, Player Unknowns, PUBG, we all play it. Uh, looking over at Polygon, we have uh, PUBG hits 30 million sold on PC, but player counts are down. This is by writer Charlie Hall. 30 million copies sold. First off, that doesn't include the sales on Xbox One. It is remarkable considering the game was launched into Steam Early Access on March 23rd, 2017. Holy cow. PUBG's almost been out for a year. Is it really? Yeah, we've been playing it for almost a year. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. Dang. How many chicken dinners do you guys have? Uh, like six or seven. Nine. Nine. Got it. Yeah, I've got a, a little bit. A little bit. Probably about about ten. I've been on some teams that have had chicken dinners and have made it to second place, but that's <laughs> as far as I've gotten. Chicken dinner crew. Yeah, I think uh, it, player count is definitely down because of how bad hacking and cheating is right now. Ooh, it's and, gotten so bad. I mean, we talked about this. I mean, they banned a million players in January. <laughs> a million players in January. That is, and like, I still can't get a chicken numbers. dinner. <laughs> 
uh, you mentioned that that all happened in January. Back on Polygon, Battlegrounds reached its peak for concurrent players in mid-January when, according to SteamDB, 3,257,248 players showed up to chase each other around. As of yesterday, which was February 14th, the peak was only 2,177,418. That's a bit okay. of a drop. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I mean, they, they kicked a million people offline and banned them. So there's like a major drop there. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. They, well, they cracked down on hacking. I mean, you're, you're literally taking a million players yeah. out of circulation. That's a huge thing. But then, you know, they're, they're cracking down even further and more people have been banned since then even because there's new hacks that come out just constantly. They keep beating their system. So, I mean, this, mm-hmm. is, this is something that was bound to happen just because of how fast it gained popularity and player count. This is not, like, no developer team, especially one as small as Blue Hole, can anticipate this amount of success and then the amount of work it would take to maintain, you know, this community. And the hacking is just out of control because they didn't have stuff in place to fight it beforehand because they couldn't. They didn't think they needed to. Yeah, yeah. I, they had, I'm sure they had no idea it was going to blow up to this extent. Absolutely. And I think... All things considered, they've done actually a pretty good job maintaining it. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, then Microsoft swooped in and said, hey, we want the exclusive rights and we'll develop it for Xbox. Just give us, you know, what you have and we'll have another team do that. And that's what's been going mm-hmm. on. So I don't I don't believe they still are, but they were number one on the Steam marketplace for active concurrent players for a while. Like they were knocking everybody else out. Yeah, took down Dota 2. Which is yeah, like untouched insane. for years. But after they started hitting anti-cheating as hard as they have been, there's there's kind of been a little swing back. So with with uh, third-party programs, um, stuff that interacts with PUBG from the outside, they've just they've just cut them off completely for a while. There, it wasn't until recently that Shadow Play for Nvidia started working again, which just records your game it just says hey there was a death here there's a clip put it out and they said no that's it's too close to being a possibility of being an external program that could show you where stuff is anything and everything hard line in the sand right there yeah and i think it, it worked to a degree i haven't had mm-hmm. any haven't encountered any cheating or hacking since all that went down mm-hmm. oh i have <laughs> <laughs> regale us tell us your stories i got shot from a bridge all the way at the opposite corner of the map with an ump. No. <laughs> that's not how that works. <laughs> yeah, I'd say uh, that's a little bit suspicious. Something doesn't quite add up there. That's suspicious. <laughs> does does the, the cheating atmosphere that has unfortunately stained PUBG, uh, does that make you interested in looking elsewhere for gaming, such as Fortnite Battle Royale? No, not really. <laughs> isn't as fun. It's like almost the same thing, you know, because like everything's there. You know, it's kind of similar, a little bit different. There's a little bit of stuff, but it's basically the same thing. But one of them looks like it's made for like a four year old, and the other one's built for speed. It's fun. It's sexy. You know, <laughs> like, for speed. yeah, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> because once you've had a taste you just don't want to downgrade from that I think that they've done a really good job with PUBG and like you guys said I don't think they were anticipating the large swarm of in the amount of hackers that, that took it over but they're doing their best to fix it and I mean I understand that and I think everybody who plays it understands that and assumes that risk when they play I mean people keep coming back for more yep it's true it's like 
it's like peeing on an electric fence. Like you do it once, but maybe you know you'll do <laughs> just, it a couple more times because it's funny. You're gonna happen. You're gonna do it. Yeah, again. it's gonna happen again every time you go back. You know that if you pee on the fence again, you're gonna get shocked. You know. <laughs> oh, but, I thought you, you meant you're gonna be drawn back to pee on the. You're like, man, man, that. Well, hurts. I am because I'm I really stupid. Want to do it again. <laughs> well, I am because I'm. Well, stupid. I, I am. I'm stupid. I am. I am. I I can admit that I'm stupid <laughs> enough to do it again. Falcon Heavy. Falcon Heavy. SpaceX. Holy cow. History. Where were you on the day history was made? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. I got a, a Google alert um, that just said, hey, watch watch uh, Falcon Heavy launch. And I was like, okay. So I just clicked it mm-hmm. on my phone, you know, and it happened to be right as the rocket was taking off. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow, perfect timing. And I just watched it go up. And it was just crazy because they're covering it like, oh, it's probably not going to work. They're expecting failure, you know, in this in this area. Um, they expect the test to get this far. And that freaking thing went all the way up, performed exactly as it was supposed to, and then landed back on Earth, standing perfectly straight, synchronized together, landing exactly at the same time. It was a thing of, like, beauty. And everybody mm. was going insane. Like, the control room... Everybody from SpaceX, they were just losing their minds because it was working. It was one of the coolest things I've ever I've ever seen happen in like real time, I have to say. Absolutely. Zane, what are your thoughts? I thought it was beautiful. I witnessed <laughs> it. And then later when I think Elon Musk posted on his Instagram, was showing photos of the um, actual flame. And he's like, it looks like lasers. Now just to put them <laughs> on some sharks. I love that man. He is beautiful, and he should definitely make laser sharks next. He just might. His Twitter is hilarious. Yep. Like, the last few ones have cracked me up. He's just rich and does what he wants, you know? That's life. He's like, I'm going to make the future I want a reality, and then he goes and he does it. Though <laughs> so he's also probably actually from the future. Could be. Like, That's what if we're is. being honest, he probably is. I was reading something the other day about how obsessed Stephen Hawking is with time travel. Mm-hmm. And um, he threw a party once. I think it was like his 40th birthday or something. He threw a party for himself and then sent the invitations out after it happened. Mm-hmm. So that only people that had traveled back from the future would be in attendance. Ah. Nobody showed up. Nobody showed <laughs> <laughs> It's like, well, you're also making a big assumption there that they want to come to the party. You know? <laughs> right, right. Elon Musk's tweet, the rumor that I'm secretly creating a zombie apocalypse to generate demand for flamethrowers is completely false. <laughs> you, need, you need millions of zombies for a so-called apocalypse anywhere. Anyway, where, where would I even get a factory big enough to make so many? <laughs> like, that's his verified account. He's just... Tweeting that just out. does what he wants, man. So, okay, can I just interject another little snippet here about Elon Musk and this flamethrower deal? You've probably seen this by now, but they had an issue. They were selling these things, real flamethrowers. They look like they're out of Mass Effect, like straight up, like designed like a Mass Effect weapon. And uh, they really function. They were having trouble getting them through customs to people that had ordered them from outside the U.S., Hmm, weird. So they were like, how are we going to handle this situation? 
they relabeled it not a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> it got it through customs. Perfect. <laughs> it worked. Seems it legit. Worked. They just renamed it. You can go to the website. It actually says not a flamethrower. And it's just a flamethrower. <laughs> like the boring company, all that stuff. It's just ironic. And he's just like kind of slapping it in the face, their face, you know. I'm so rich I can do whatever I want to do. Oh, yeah. Cody, what does Falcon Heavy mean for the future? We got a rocket that can land itself back where it was. What does that what does that mean possibly? Well, I believe that it will save us a lot of money as far as NASA goes mm-hmm. without having to install other like smaller shuttles inside of the shuttles that break off once we hit the Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Because I think that having a rocket that can break the atmosphere and then re-land itself means that it's less fun. I mean, we've reached the next level. We have it all built into one, and I think that we've made a lot of progress. And I, I think it's really cool that we we can create that kind of math to be able to take something and project it and land it exactly where it was using the amount of physics and just the amount of knowledge required to be able to do that is outstanding. Absolutely. And that's, that's private sector. That's not even like, that's all right, government, you guys are done working on trying to go into space. We'll do it ourselves. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and Old Elon Musk. It's like people, there are people, you know, that really don't like Elon Musk, and I can understand some of their reasons, but think about a 2018 without anything that he's done. Oh, geez. No SpaceX, no Tesla, no solar power. Puerto Rico mm-hmm. still without power because they didn't build mm-hmm. a thing. You know, Australia, same deal. They built the gigawatt factory down there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's actually making too much power. <laughs> <laughs> too much power. within the past few weeks this big sporting event called the super bowl happened now is the super bowl relevant anymore let me ask that question never has been to me so i wouldn't know really sure but as a culture is it still relevant no you think so uh no you don't no yes argue the point commercials (laughs) are relevant our generation doesn't necessarily care about the sports they more so care about the Oh, next new thing that's coming out or the new update for Alexa or the next new movie. They don't so much care about the sports anymore. Sure. Okay, Zane says entertainment value. Cody, what do you think? So in my current line of work, I'm around a lot of very active people. I have a couple of friends who played college football. I have a lot of friends who played sports and were um, very top-tier athletes. I think that our day and age... There are still a large number of people that are interested in sports, and I think that the Super Bowl is and always will be extremely relevant. I mean, there's there's a reason why they get paid as much as they do. It's not falling off. It's just the people that we surround ourselves with. Some people are just absolutely... Some people are bonkers about it. Yeah. Like, people, people go crazy for it. I mean, it's just like I go crazy for fitness and video games. Some people go crazy for sports. They love fantasy football. They love all that stuff. Sure. Oh, yeah. That's fair. But the Super Bowl is huge. Super Bowl is huge. It always will be. Blake, what are your thoughts? You said it's it's never been relevant to you. It hasn't. I mean, I'm just, I'm not a sports guy. I don't make any bones about that, man. Like, straight up, I just, it doesn't interest me. I think that the Super Bowl, 
has lost relevance from where it was because the internet is as integrated as it is right now. I think that for years it was hyped up to be a huge sporting event. I mean, it still is, but it was hyped up to be this huge thing. Wherever you are in life, if you're going into school, if you're going to work, you know, everybody's gonna be like, oh, did you see that play last night? Yeah, because it's the biggest thing. And that's that's why the advertisements are so such a big deal is because they know everybody's going to watch it. But I think with the integration of the internet, there's so much else that takes away attention now. You don't have to sit at home and have that so one you believe, thing. So you believe that because I can go to YouTube and I can type in highlights of the game or I can type in trailers that were playing during the Super Bowl and I can watch all of it that I no longer have to submit myself to watching the entire game or experiencing the entire event of the Super Bowl. That and at one point that the the Super Bowl in that time slot was the only thing that you had. You couldn't you couldn't fill that time watching youtube videos you couldn't fill that time online gaming necessarily um but now because you have so many other options of things to do you can you can go and do all these other things it's not as it's not the main event that it used to be yeah uh let me let me broaden it up a little bit yeah let's hear it let's broaden it up what do you think about this statement (laughs) the internet has cheapened all forms of media like podcasts i would definitely agree with that i mean look at all the pirated stuff that you can get a hold of on the internet i mean everything itself has been you can you can dumb it down and you can get it for free on the internet oh, yeah. you no longer have to read a newspaper everything that you want to find can be on the internet well let me let me bring everything it up even further <laughs> internet and technology has sure. cheapened all forms of media. Internet in the palm of your hand. Yes, accessibility even. to both. And that leads back to the point you were just making, because I actually made the same point yesterday, which was, think about like uh, the original Olympics back in ancient Greece. You know, everybody came from all around. It was a huge thing. It was the only thing. You know, it was the thing. And everyone went to it. The Olympics today, I pull up a 30-second clip of highlights on my phone of all the gold medal winners or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And if, if I even do that, you know, um, it's just, it's cheapened it. It's cheapened it. It's not a thing. It's not a thing we engage with on the same level because there's other things that we would prefer to do and we have the accessibility to do it. Is that like, is that a problem? No, I don't think it's a problem at all. I think that people should have the right to be able to view something like that. Some people might not want to go to an arena filled with a large amount of people. I think that it's great that people no longer have to invest that large amount of time or that large amount of money to be able to go and visit something as great as that. I think that it's very convenient. But at the same time, I understand where you're coming from, where it kind of takes away the authenticity and the feel and just the whole ambiance of the event. Now I'm just posing the question. But I mean, some not, people don't I'm want. I'm taking it. your side too. I think that you're right. No, that. yeah, I know, I know, and I t- I'm taking yours as well. I think that people, there's people that want the ambiance. They want 
They want to feel it. They want to go there and feel the energy and watch the athletes compete and be a part of it and be there with the crowds of people from all over the world and experience that kind of entertainment. But there's the type of people that want to sit on their couch at home with their children that might not be able to afford to go to that event or they might not you know, want to subject themselves to being around all those people, but they still want to experience that because maybe they're interested in it. Well, there oh, you yeah, go. Totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know personally, I would much rather go to a baseball game than watch a baseball game at home. Oh, I completely yep. agree with you because it's so much more entertaining to actually be there with a crowd. And it's just it's entertaining to be sitting in the stadium because if I'm at home, I'm going to fall asleep. Oh, yeah, I'm going to f- I'm going to be staring at my phone, flipping through channels, whatever, you know, uh, Zane. I mean, you mentioned the consumerism aspect of it. I mean, the entire draw of the Super Bowl for so many people is the comedic, entertaining aspect of the commercials. I mean, after the Super Bowl, Jenna and I actually, (laughs) we found a clip online, an hour long clip of all the Super Bowl commercials mashed together. And we just watched through them because we missed a couple of them. And because it's humorous and we're, you know, there's, there were some good ones. Mm Mm-hmm. How many times did you see the uh, Budweiser Clydesdales? Zero, actually, this year. Budweiser's off the top well, three. Zero this year. Millennials have they removed. Didn't do it this year. Have removed Budweiser from the list, top three list of beers because it's not relevant. <laughs> yeah, it's just times are changing, man. I mean, you know, through the eighties, nineties, early two thousands. They were on top. Say what you will, but it's never been top three for me. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. People are just now waking up. <laughs> I think uh, it's still. I think it's Coors. I think Coors is up there. Really? Uh, well, I mean, that's a little better original Coors. Since we're on the topic of of the commercials, let's let's do a quick quick recap. Uh, which ones were great and which ones were terrible? I'll tell you which one's terrible. Let's hear it. The new Mission Impossible movie. <laughs> how many times, how many times is this man gonna redye his hair before he figures out that the whole world knows that there's gray? <laughs> and being able to completely do a barrel roll in a helicopter while somebody shooting a belt-fed machine gun out of the side of it. Oh my gosh! I don't even. Have they passed the line of absurdity? Is it just like way it's too getting a little bit It's getting a little bit over the line, yeah. And watching that guy get ejected from the seat on a motorcycle and just getting up and walking it off, well, that's, that's not fine. how it works. I've seen that in person. It's not <laughs> as easy as he makes it look, especially when he's not wearing a helmet sure. because his hair's too good. I just got my hair dyed. I want to show it off to the whole country. Let's not wear a helmet. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. Okay, so Cody does not like Mission Impossible. Noted. Noted. Uh, what was a good one? Zane, what do you got? Honestly, as a whole, I was rather disappointed this year. I did enjoy the Globe Ultra commercials with Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt, yeah. Yeah, only because I think either he tweeted about, like, being in a commercial and singing, and that there were, like, three commercials building up to it, and I was like, when's he gonna sing? When's he gonna sing? And then you're like, dang it, he's just an extra! What the yeah, the whole thing was him being an extra. That's so but funny. I found that one pretty entertaining. Those were, those were pretty great. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, my number one. So I, I have. I'm tied for first. <laughs> I have two tied for first. The first one 
were the Tide commercials. No! no. They were so good! No. They were so funny! They took existing commercials <laughs> and took <laughs> the sheriff from Stranger Things, the actor, and had him step in and just go, No. Look at look at the shirt. There's no stains on the shirt. It's a Tide ad. This whole thing has been a Tide ad. You're like, what? And he goes, Does that mean that every ad for the Super Bowl is actually a Tide ad? If you don't see any stains? I'd like to think it does. And it was the I'm pretty sure it was the first one of the first commercials played. It was brilliant. Um, That's pretty good. I like that. We're like, wait. Did, oh, it's another Thai dad. <laughs> he psyched me out. Uh, the second one that that uh, plucked the heartstrings was uh, Budweiser. So they didn't have the Clydesdales this year, which was kind of a letdown. You know, it's that tradition. But uh, what they did have uh, was you got this this dad uh, at home. His phone rings. Uh, it's, it's some kind of emergency. You don't quite hear what it is. He goes in, changes, flips this lever, uh, the cans that are being processed uh, change from Budweiser over to water, and it shows them like packing up these uh, crates of cans of water and taking them out where this uh, emergency was, which, if I remember correctly, is something they actually did. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it was kind of a way for them to go, look what we guys, did. Remember this thing that we did and how <laughs> awesome that was. Yeah, we're going to capitalize on that. <laughs> Bye, Budweiser. Make us top three again, please. Make us, bring us back, please. Us back, also, please. Tide, Tide had to bring their game because everybody's eating their pods. So Yeah, natural <laughs> please, selection please is taking eating. hold of their brand. <laughs> please stop eating Tide pods. Please stop eating Should have just pods. released edible ones. And, and then it would have solved their whole problem. I don't know if that would have helped. Because it'd that be like, oh, worse. this is totally an edible one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> it, it was totally bleach. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't all that happened during the Super Bowl. We had a lot of film trailers that were released during the Super Bowl. Blake. Yes. Shoot me off some of them. I have have taken notes on them here. First of all, Han Solo. Get our first glimpse at the Han Solo trailer. Uh, That was pretty cool. It actually, they played the teaser at the Super Bowl, I guess. The trailer came out the day after. It was was slightly different. It was slightly different, yeah. Uh, Infinity War. I want to say mm-hmm. this is probably like the second to last trailer for Infinity War that we'll see mm-hmm. um, with some pretty cool footage. Jurassic World 2 uh, they're making. Fallen <laughs> Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Uh, what, what, can make, what can make a Tyrannosaurus Rex worse? A Tyrannosaurus Rex running from a volcano. Yeah. yeah. That's the plot. They literally typed Lost World into thesaurus.com and named this movie. That's that's how they figured out the title. Lost World. Uh, Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. Yep, yep, we got it. We got it. Those are far enough apart. No, it's the no. same movie. Okay. And uh, Venom as well. We saw a trailer mm-hmm. for. Uh, those are really the only ones that I found notable. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cody, what looked good? I'll tell you what looked good. It was Woody Harrelson in Han Solo. Yeah, that was a redeeming factor. <laughs> I love Woody Harrelson to death, and the fact that he is in that movie is going to be so much comedic relief for me. It's yeah, going to be he's great. He's Han Solo's yeah. mentor. Han Solo's Han Solo, yeah. if you will. Yeah. And Han Solo's character did not look like a scruffy nerf herder. Oh, yeah, he does. He looked like a baby he face. Like a pretty boy. He didn't look very pretty boy. He didn't look very scruffy. So here, I, I imagined him a little rougher, even as a kid. Yeah. So here we here we go. Here we go. Uh, here's what I think about the Han Solo movie, summed up in one statement. They took all that time and all that money. <laughs> Grand Moff Tarkin and Rogue One in full CGI. But they don't make this dude look like Harrison Ford at all. No, no. prosthetic, no CGI, absolutely nothing to make him look like Harrison Ford. What the, what the f*** is that? What? I don't even know. He, he, he barely sounds like him and does not look like him. <laughs> yeah, 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 Chewbacca looks like somebody needs to give him a sandwich too because <laughs> he's, he's very thin. skinny. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, he's, he's also young. Like he's, he's like emaciated. Young Chewie. He hasn't lived a life of crime eating junk food on the Millennium Falcon that's, for years. That's right. He has a double bandolier that's, too. He hasn't, yeah. he hasn't uh, dropped down to one. Zane, you're a Star Wars connoisseur. What are your thoughts on the Solo movie? I'm just excited Donald Glover is playing Lando. Yeah, He's the one person I wanted casted for that part. And when they announced he was going to be, I was like, I don't care how bad it is. Donald Glover is Lando Calrissian. It's going to yeah, be good. That's the reason I'll be watching. You take one look at him and you're like, yeah, he looks like Lando. Yeah. Like he's literally a young Lando. He's got that. He, he's even got that cool little swagger down, you know, that. Yes. Lando has. Oh, yeah. Yep. For sure. I'm excited about that. Also and excited the to see cool. the yeah the Falcon when it was new before yes. it started yeah. breaking apart. Back when it made the Kessel Run in like thirteen parsecs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you think we'll get to witness the Kessel I Run? Think that's, I bet you that's the whole movie. Have. It's the whole movie, dude. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah, this it's movie is getting the Falcon. They have to tell. Kessel it's a Star Run. Wars heist movie. That's cool. I, I was kind of. It's cool, and I look forward to seeing the the race. I look forward to seeing yeah. it. I'm I'm very I excited for hope, that. I almost hope that there's very little Han in this movie. All chewy. Yep. Yeah, because we want a Lando movie. Right. I I almost want like more of what's going on around him, and then like mm-hmm. some some shadowy like like Han scenes where they don't really show him all the way. <laughs> like, like, the, like the Ocean's Eleven, you know, the Ocean's yes. movies where yes. it's everybody. Sweet. I'm just imagining the entire cast of the movie conducting a bank heist in space. In Star Wars. Space. In space. Oh, you get so, so much look at the underworld. That would be great. Oh, yeah. I saw a leaked um, photo of the Lego set, one of the Lego sets for Han Solo today. Of course. Toys always give spoilers, unfortunately. Yeah, and I also can tell you the entire plot of Infinity War by <laughs> by what leaks for their Lego sets. But uh, I think the main enemy in Solo will be a droid. I think it's an assassin droid. Interesting. Yep, just from, from what I'm seeing. Will we see Jabba the Hutt? Possibly. I'm sure. We'll have to. At, like at the very end, maybe? Or do you think he's going to be the one who sent the assassin droid? Or... 
I mean, it depends. Does he have all the data cured at the point of the movie? Like, because if he's already in debt, then people are already trying to kill him. Sure. But if not, and that's exactly. I think they'll be showing him in debt. Yeah. In the during the I, movie. I don't and... know if they will or not, because by the time you meet Han in Episode Four, he's like very recently on the run from Java. And this movie is way before. Oh, that's true. He but just he's not from as the old as you think he is in those movies. But he, he's in his 30s in those movies. And in this yeah, movie, but he's, he's in like, like he's 18. 18 or 20. Yeah. Now, just because he didn't go into debt right away with Jabba the Hutt doesn't mean that he didn't work for him before, which true. he did. I remember, remember, this movie is supposed to span like seven years. Wait, the entire movie, like during the movie? The entire movie is supposed to take place over a really long timeline. Ooh. Well, how the mm-hmm. heck are they going to make that work? When they it's going to have to be like a one solid jump, like, you know, one year later and then five years later and then, you know. Yeah, exactly. Because how do you measure years when yearly cycles are different? Time travel. Like what's a year? And then how do you explain the calendar to the audience? But what does it all mean, what does Basil? It mean? What does it mean, Basil? Like, what else we got? What's uh, next? Uh, Infinity War. So Let's talk about Infinity, Infinity War. War. It's coming. It's coming quick. Um, here's my notes on the trailer. Vision is still human, making me think it's uh, some kind of illusion, or maybe he's learned a trick that he can make himself look human. I don't know why it would mm-hmm. be a trick. I'm sure he could just do that. Iron Spider, definitely going to happen. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Cap and Widow are back. They're like walking through the building with Vision, or Vision is in Wakanda, one of the two. Cap has those badass punching daggers now because he doesn't have mm-hmm. his shield anymore. Sure, they're made out of vibranium. Oh, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure that, that there's a big Wakandan presence because of the vibranium involved and yep. because of, you know, trying to get Black Panther involved more. Absolutely. I bet you the Soul Stone is in Wakanda. Ah, yep. That's a good. That's that's a good thought. That's what's given them all their power. Mm, what set them apart sense. from the rest of Africa? Bleeding Edge armor for Iron Man is confirmed, mm-hmm. which is the one that is made up of all the microscopic nanos that all come together. Which is pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. You get to see a little snippet of it in the trailer, but I, I'm guessing that's what we saw in the leaked set photos, the arc reactor, the giant one on his chest. Oh, yeah. I bet you that's what houses all the bots. Because in the comics, they come out of his body, and I don't feel like that's going to translate well in the MCU yeah. <laughs> or something on screen. That's all I got as far as notes. I do have the leaked Lego sets too, but... Cody, what's your thoughts? I think it's going to be great. I think, like Blake said, I think they did a good job like recreating it from the comics, which is something that, that I, I won't say that they don't do a lot, but something that um, that doesn't happen all the time with their movies. I think they did a good job recreating his armor and everything like that. Sure. There's a lot of creative liberties that are taken. Yeah. Zane, what do you think? I'm, I'm truly kind of impressed with just how well marvel has done in general with their movies in the past Mm -hmm. like sure there's some things you can't adhere to doing a movie format you can't fit in every single comic detail Mm -hmm. but just kind of from what i've seen and what i have very vaguely read in snippets and comic books i'm excited to see marvel do this like it's it seems like they're gonna pull it off well they have to (laughs) yeah like they have to they literally have to like it's the culmination of like everything Mm -hmm. um but I'm. I have lots of faith in them. I'm. I'm thinking they're gonna do very well with this one. Blake, what do what do the Legos tell us? 
I, I assume <laughs> I assume that Tell us tell us oh soothsayer. Oh soothsayer. I assume that um, all the infinity stones end up in one place on the gauntlet. Well somehow. Somehow they will. So if you don't know Infinity War, they're fighting Thanos, but Thanos also has his uh, close group of followers who he calls his adopted children. And uh, they're just these very, very powerful, skilled warriors. So what I'm thinking, what I theorized, uh, you remember what my theory was, Brian? Because I think it's coming true, man. So I want you to remember. I I think it was that um, Thanos ends up with all of the stones, which is why they changed the part two they they made it untitled because the title would give something away was that was that our thought that was that was part of it here's what i thought the story of infinity war was going to be though where they were gonna they were gonna split the heroes into like different groups and there was going to be like Ah. one one group like fighting in wakanda one group fighting thanos and one group fighting in new york well that is exactly what these lego sets are so here we go (laughs) so here we go uh, you have Vision and Black Panther uh, fighting in Wakanda against uh, a couple of Thanos' guys. Um, we have Hulkbuster suit and Falcon in Wakanda. Hulkbuster coming back. But it is not Tony Stark that comes with Hulkbuster. It is uh, Bruce it Patriot? Banner. It's Bruce Banner. Oh. Wait, so, what? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We may see just regular Bruce in Hulkbuster. We may see maybe Hulk in Hulkbuster, which would yeah. be ridiculous. Hulkception! Uh, How we can s- you make Hulk even stronger? Yeah, I know. So then we get, uh, we get Captain America and Black Widow fighting some kind of alien creatures, the ones we see in the trailer. Six arms and all that. The next one is Rocket and Groot and Thor. Forging a new weapon for Thor. Uh, so thinking maybe maybe they'll head off and have a side quest that does that. And then we have a set with Thanos, Iron Man, uh, Gamora, Star-Lord, and the Milano. Thinking this takes place, um, you know, some distant planet, not on Earth. And mm-hmm. they'll be fighting Thanos. And the last one, the last one actually is Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, fighting in the Sanctum Sanctorum in New York um, against one of the big bad guys. So It's an interesting... Those are a lot of interesting crossovers. Yeah, a lot of weird team-ups. Yeah, I wouldn't have put Spider-Man with Doctor Strange. That's interesting, but I guess it kind of, could be kind of like a, a, a an additional mentor, mentory kind of thing again, I guess. Could be. I don't know, but Tony does show up there also in the right. trailer. That's true. Well, shoot. It's coming. It's getting closer. Ten years is almost up. That is just crazy. <laughs> Marvel's... I, I I would put Marvel in quotes on this. Marvel's Venom movie is coming out. Marvel yeah. slash Sony's Venom movie. Um, don't, I... I don't feel attached to anything to in this movie. <laughs> Not until they come out and explicitly say it's part of the MCU, then I'll care. That and I just I don't I don't know anything about Venom's storyline outside of Spider-Man. Absolutely. So I 
I just have, feel like I have nothing to relate to. Well, I think that's well, that's what they're covering sure. is is the story of him and Spider Man. That's where I remember watching it as a child. I remember watching Venom on the in the cartoon Spider Man, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty excited for it. Venom, he just looks awesome. He does. People are pretty upset they didn't show him in the trailer at all. Yeah. <laughs> you did see the symbiote, though, at one point inside a little uh, case. And mm-hmm. at the very end, it was crawling up his neck, I think, when he was, like, shaking on the stretcher. That'll be interesting. I'm, I'm hoping Tom Holland's Spider-Man shows up in oh, that I movie so. at some point. Yeah. I just think it's awesome that they're giving a villain their own movie. Yeah, and yeah. a good anti-hero Marvel movie. Yes. More of that, like Punisher. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, you, well, Punisher, he's he's Castle's more of like a uh, hero, but he's like if he's uh, he does his own thing, but he's more of a hero, and in like a he he's more of like a vigilante hero. Sure. I wouldn't say he. I wouldn't say he's a um, an enemy. Like he is in some different like universes, yeah, you know. But in this one, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I mean, in like his main context, no, he's not. He's a ex special operative agent that his family was murdered by mobsters, and he seeks revenge. And you know, Absolutely. he's just like one of the coolest in my mind. Yeah, I think he's great. I love Frank Castle. I think that his like as a. Um, as a super, not really. I don't even want to refer to him as a like superhero. A he's just a, a knight. yeah. He's just a regular everyday guy. Not, I won't say regular either, because he's he's got a lot of extensive military training, and he's uh, just very capable. I think he's a great like mentor for kids, because he's like, hey, like you don't always have to play by the rules if what you're doing is right, you know? Like, oh yeah, he's a good mentor for kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i think he is Gratuitous i think he's great is the answer you want the guy that's going to step in and do something and i think the frank castle is a good role model for kids all right all right, all right. All right. He's, a, he's a little rough you, around the edges but rough. you know he's rough. not he's think, not as easy to you know follow as another one but i think he's i think he's do you think for this venom movie do you think we're gonna get eddie brock as a photographer at the day of the bugle, bugle? and if so who are they going to cast as J. Jonah Jameson that's going to be better? Than J.K. Simmons. <laughs> than J.K. Simmons. Nobody. He no, did say that he would come back. back. Yeah, he did say he'd come back. Which would just be weird. It'd be a I'd weird be connection it. to the old Spider-Man. Heck yeah, I'd be for it. But I, I think that um, the way that I would do it is he's in a different line of work. And he does photography as like a hobby. And maybe they sure. transition into that in the future if they're planning on using it in the future. Now here, I know it's not really on the agenda, but have you guys seen the series on Netflix? Since we're on it, uh, Punisher. Yeah, sure. I have not. Is it worth nope. watching? Oh yeah, that's my oh, question because yeah. I love I love the so Punisher here's the thing. Watch Daredevil, watch Daredevil season two, and then watch Punisher because Daredevil sets up the universe. He uh, Punisher is in Daredevil season two all the way through. And then he has his own show afterwards. And it's all in one consistent timeline. So you should definitely watch those first. Now, from what I saw, it shows him and his special ops background. And then he gets framed and backs out and doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't drink the Kool-Aid. And then that's when they decide to, that's when they decide to whack his family. Pretty much. They do change the backstory a little bit, but it's in, it only benefits from it. Like it's, it modernizes his story. And it's really good. It's super violent, but it's so good, dude. You would love it. You would love it. 
Sound. I'm gonna start watching it. You know, I don't care very much about Venom, but what I do care about is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated film that's coming out this year, and it's all about Miles Morales. I'm so excited. Miles Morales. I'm ready for a non-Peter Parker origin story. I'm ready for a non-Peter Parker Spider-Man. It's always Peter Parker. It is. Peter Parker is in this, but he's not the main Spider-Man. Right. So. Right. It's like different. It's all the different Spider-Mans, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be. Oh, man. You know what else I'm super hyped about? What's that? Westworld Season 2. Westworld Season 2. hyped. Watch Season 1. Get hyped yourself. And then jump on the train for Season 2. Get into it. That's all I got to say. Last one uh, was movie trailer actually released during the Olympics was Incredibles 2. Did you guys watch that? Did not watch it. I'm not going to lie to you. Did not even watch the first one. <laughs> Didn't watch the first Incredibles. It was good. I did not. It was, it was all right. It was good. Uh, Incredibles 2 looks interesting. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Incredible is a stay-at-home dad while Elastigirl goes out and is a superhero for this corporation. That's all you need to know. Okay. And he's like, I don't know how to do this. And that's the entire movie. I don't know how to dad. I don't. And I think there's even a line that says something about the greatest hero you can be is a good father or something. Some cheesy line. I don't even know. Oh, man. You can see that one coming a mile away. Swing and a miss. That's about where we're at. Whiffed it. Whiffed it. Oh, man. Cody, Zane, thank you guys for coming on the show. We really appreciated your input. Yeah, thanks for having me. Definitely want to have you guys on again. Absolutely. All right. Well, that's been our episode of Bit by Bit the Breakdown. From all of us here, keep the peace and defend your passion. Later, y'all. Thanks for listening. I want to give a quick shout out to our new audio host, Podbean. It's a great service. You should definitely check it out. Special thanks to our guests, Zane and Cody, our community manager, Thomas, who's been doing some awesome stuff online, our sysadmin, Matt, who keeps our Discord afloat, and our awesome, awesome wives who have been crazy supportive since before day one. Our OG Patreon Knights of the Bit are Andy Yortzoy and Hayden Gertz. If you want to be a part of our growing community, jump into our Discord, get to know some people, play some games, give us feedback. It's the fastest way to connect with us and have your voice heard. As always, you can find the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Share an episode, join the community, and let's have some fun. Peace. Music done by an awesome creator named Jazar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. Copyright information is Jazar, betterwithmusic.com, C-C-B-Y-S-A. Bam! Dino DNA.